This is The Relaxed Male, a show that comes to you each week helping men to remove the nice guy from their life so they can actually live their life on their terms. Join the host, certified coach, Brian Goodwin, as he helps men step out of their heads and become free from the thoughts that bind them. Hey, man. Hello, and welcome to the Relaxed Mail. All right. As you can tell, I am not in the uh, in the office. I am not in front of my normal setup. I am in the truck again and uh, playing catch-up a bit. So uh, if you knew, then... Or if you were paying attention, you saw that uh, 201 came out on on a Sunday, and this one here, I'm going to get out on time, but it's uh, it just means that I end up having to do this on a, 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 a tonight while I'm sitting in the truck. But there is one thing I wanted to be talking about to, this week, and that is just and it's come to my attention multiple times, more and more and more. But I've noticed that there is so much focus on. We need to talk about mental health. We need to, there, we have to have a discussion about mental health. That's all we've been doing for the past 13 years now. Seems like about 2010, actually, even before that, around 2005, it seems. But 2010, really, people really started picking up with, we need to talk about mental health, mental health, mental health, mental health. And it's just kept going. And now we have got, instead of everybody, you know, wigging out on the, on the decade, uh, uh, decade long fad illness, you know, for a while it was, you know, different types of allergies in the eighties. It was lactose intolerant in the nineties. It was, uh, uh, it was, I forget exactly what the nineties was, but then, uh, two thousand early two thousands was the, uh, nut allergies. And then we've kind of started to progress instead of having a, an allergy, which causes everybody to make fun of you, especially if you're a kid, because all of a sudden nobody can have peanut butter in the, in the school because, you know, little Johnny who knows he's allergic to peanut butter and knows what happens to peanut butter may not be able to control himself and have peanut butter, you know, that type of thing. So, but now it has moved over to mental health and we've got people running around worried that they've got anxiety and thinking they've got anxiety and not just top any anxiety. We've got social anxiety and this type of anxiety and new experience anxiety. And we got anxieties upon anxieties upon anxieties, which all, if you boil it all down, it's just anxiety. What is anxiety? Anxiety is the body telling you you're trying something new. All right. It doesn't have enough data to determine what this needs to be, what this needs to be, uh, be in, in accordance to what, uh, to anything else. So it, it, it wigs out and it starts, it flashes a, a, an alarm to you going, warning, warning. This is new. This is new. You're going into uncharted territory. There might be dragons in here. Watch out. And so we start to wig out. But anyhow, so we've got all these different types of, it, mental illnesses now in 2020, uh, uh, in 2030, the big one's going to end up being, uh, uh, oh, the, the, oh, what is the name of that damn God that, uh, <laughs> that likes himself? Uh, it's not nepotism. It's, uh, um, if you're overly proud of who you are, you're, uh, narcissist, narcissus. Okay. 
so anyhow, so they think that, you know, they're, I, if I had, if I had to lay down a bet, I think 2020, uh, 2030 is going to be the decade where everybody is talking about, uh, narcissism. And because there are, you're already hearing a lot about it. I mean, right now it's all the, it gets thrown around a lot in divorce groups is, oh, my, my ex is a narcissist. Amazing how many narcissists there are all of a sudden. But anyhow, so. But what this is all these this talk has done, it has really brought up the my, uh, to my attention that people want to talk about mental health, especially when it comes around to depression, uh, especially like we just had a uh, tragedy up in up in Maine, and people are starting to bring out, hey, there's mental illnesses, mental health problems going left going on left, right, and center. He was hearing voices and things like that, and if that's the case. You know, somebody let a ball drop that the dude actually was, you know, was actually hearing voices, but at the same time, they were also throwing around some type of information about, heard him mentioned a couple of times about high powered hearing aids, which are, God only knows what those are. I've never heard, my dad had hearing aids and I've never heard of high powered hearing aids other than I guess that, you know, maybe the, uh, the news media is trying to get you to be afraid of anything high powered, but anyhow, so. But you get an in, we've got an increase of depressions and suicides and things like that. And it seems like the more we talk about mental health, the more we have depressions and suicides and things like that. And that's what really got me to, to think, got me to really kind of start processing a lot of these different different scenarios. And I wanted to, I kind of got to run a thing. It was like, why? Are we getting an increase of, of depressions? And more specifically, why are we, are our suicides increasing? If we're supposed to be talking about mental health and you can't throw a dime into a crowd without hitting somebody who's talking about mental health, you can't go on to listen to a podcast without somebody listening, talking about mental health. If we're talking about it so much, why is suicides increasing? Why is depression so dang high? And some people go, well, it was because of COVID. Okay, well, COVID was done a year ago, all right? When it was officially done. I mean, honestly, it was done at the end of 2020 or at the beginning of 2021. But to have it still cause this much of a problem just shows that there's something else going on. And I, that's just kind of what I got around thinking. And the thoughts that I had as to why the suicide rates are continuing to increase. Number one is bringing the light that maybe bringing the, shining the light on something might actually be what's caused the problem. Because all of a sudden you're telling people, Hey, you need to be depressed or Hey, your life is not as great as you thought it would be. Maybe you should end it. Uh, and a lot of that thought is coming from the fact that Robert Cialdini's book of influence talks about how when somebody has a very public, uh, suicide, all of a sudden you get a rapid increase of suicides. You have a, a mass shooting. All of a sudden you get more mass shootings. When you don't report those, the, the act drops. And drop significantly pretty dang fast. So is it us bringing light to the fact that we are about mental illness that is actually causing the mental illness? I, is it true? I don't know. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a mental health expert. 
I mean, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a therapist or anything like that. I don't have that clue. I'm just noticing that correlation that we are talking more and more and more about mental health. And it's almost as if because we're talking about it, people are going, Oh, I must need to have a mental health problem. I'm, I've got anxiety. I've got, it's a fat thing right now, you know, kind of like the kids and being gender debatable. What is it? (laughs) We don't know because, you know, it's not, we're supposed to try to guess what the, uh, what the made up pronoun is. The kids wouldn't be interested in it if people weren't talking about it. If people weren't talking about it, you, you would have boys being boys, girls being girls and girls swimming on the girls swim team and boys hitting baseballs. But we don't have that because we started a conversation about it. Whether it's a good conversation or a bad conversation, that is one of the issues you're going to run into is if you start trying to talk about stuff and all of a sudden that stuff starts happening, maybe it's time to kind of ixnay on the talking A. I can tell you. So that could be one of the problems that we're having. Another one is maybe we as men, more specifically, because women share their voice, share their thoughts and their emotions in a completely different manner than how men do. And I'm wondering if maybe men sharing their emotions and their thoughts the way that women do is the reason why men are having more cases of suicide, more cases of depression and things along those lines. That could be the case. I Again, I don't know. We'd have to kind of explore that and find out. Another why that it could be is that maybe it's all this artificial connection that we're getting from our phones. Now, Granted, I've, I like my new phone. I've, I just picked up the, the iPhone 15 uh, Pro and it's a great phone. I love the, the features that it has. But at the same time, we're still having, we still have the same problem where you're wanting to pick up the, the phone, so jump over to Facebook, jump over to Twitter, jump over to Instagram, jump over to, you know, Peak D, uh, jump over to Title, uh, or not Title, uh, Tribal, jump over to uh, Ecency, jump over to whatever social media, Vero, you name it, there's a chance you could be, ju- you'd be jumping over to it and hearing, you know, to get your dopamine hit. But we're not really developing a natural connection with other people. So is that what the problem is? Maybe we are starving ourselves Like with junk food, we're giving ourselves a bunch of empty artificial calories instead of the good healthy stuff. Maybe the phone, social media is giving us a, giving us a junk connection and we're ODing on, on junk, artificial junk connections. And you know, it's where our brain knows we need a stronger connection. We need a better connection, but we aren't getting it because we have lost the. Skill, not so much the skill, lost the skill, but we have lost the confidence in our skill to develop new friends, to develop better, stronger connections. We are wanting to turn to porn instead of our wife for our sexual gratification. Instead of going to to a club and meeting up with a girl, we're just flipping on Pornhub and then flogging the dolphin. It's We aren't having a connection. We're just finding instant gratifications instead of delayed gratifications. And that delayed that lack of a delayed gratification is not giving us a good, strong connection. 
And that could be actually the fifth one. And we'll look at that. We'll, we'll look at, uh, let's look at that next. It may be that we are in a microwave society and we don't have the appreciation for delayed gratification anymore. That very well could be the problem also. We want instant gratification right off the bat. Instead of talking to our wife and having to build that connection up, we're just flogging, again, burping the worm and, and, and carrying on. Instead of taking the time to reintroduce ourselves to our, to our spouse and to develop that connection, instead of developing a bond and a connection with our kids, we would rather just sit on the phone and let our kids do whatever it is, just as long as they ain't bothering us. These are all things that we could be having problems with. The fifth thing is maybe we are thinking that we're supposed to be happy all the time. Because we're talking about mental health, we're treating you know mental health as, oh, this is a terrible thing. Oh, this is horrible. Mental health is that you're supposed to be, you know, happy all the time. You're supposed to have a good mental health. And if you have a bad day, if you have a sad day, if your grandmother died, if your dog died the day, the day after, then we've got a string of, of bad days and we start to think, oh, I'm supposed to have, I'm depressed because I've had more than one day of, I've had more than one hour of, of, of feeling down. And that's not the case. That's not life. That's unrealistic. So maybe we have an unrealistic expectation as to that we're supposed to be happy all the damn time. And if that's the case, then we've got to work on changing that whole line of thinking. But I actually, and what I actually think about all this is that it's actually all five of those. And all five of those is getting us to think that we are supposed to be happy all the time. We're not supposed to be happy all the time. We're not supposed to be happy uh, three quarters of the time. Our life is 50 50. 50%, 50% of the time, it is going to be a wonderful blast. It is going to be nothing but pure pleasure. The other half of the time, that's pain, it's sadness, it's grief, it is anxiety, it is fear, it is name it. And you're going to feel that. The other half of the time, it's going to be you're feeling horny, you're feeling uh, accomplished, you're feeling great, you're feeling loved, you're feeling secure, you're feeling all those other wonderful things. But so many of us think we have to be happy 80% of the time, 20% not so good. And that's unrealistic. And so we bash our our heads against the wall going, why am I not happy more often? Because you're not supposed to be happy more often, dude. Nobody said you're supposed to be happy all the time. You're not, no one ever said you're supposed to be happy 80% of the time. Expect to be happy only half the day. The other half of the day is going to suck balls, man. And that's okay. Because just because it has a, you're sad doesn't mean that your day's ruined. Just because your day is, is, fraught with anxiety, you're going to a new new building that you've never been to and you don't know any of the people there, well then you can that's that's okay. Because you could be you're maybe nervous about what's going you're what you're going into, but you could on the other side realize all of a sudden, hey, I've now tripled my friendship. Everybody in there was freaking cool. I also think the problem is that doctors that are supposed to know the human brain are pissing in the wind. Now, 
uh, got family members who are psychiatrists and I get that each human brain is different. All right. So what we have no choice but to piss in the wind. All right. We are just guessing. We're sticking a finger in the mouth, putting it out and seeing which way is the wind blowing. Uh, maybe depression. Who knows? But that's the problem that I'm actually having with doctors is, yeah, every human is different. Every human has a different reaction to whatever. And yet they want to immediately seem, or they seem, most doctors seem to want to immediately throw an SSRI at you. And all reality, if you know, pay attention to all the mass shootings that are going on, the vast majority of them are on some type of SSRI. Big problem right there. Now, is it, are, can SSRIs do good? Well, I, I think so. I would like to say they do. But at the same time, I'm one who thinks if you're deadening your emotions, that's where a lot of the problem is coming from. You know you're supposed to be feeling emotions, and you've done blocked them all. You've knocked them into the dirt, and they're causing you problems. That's why you have to, that's why they go start, these guys are starting to turn to, the more vibrant emotions of anger, rage, like they're doing, because they can at least feel that somewhat, yet the happiness is gone. The sadness is gone. The the sense of satisfaction is gone. I have heard a lot of doctors, oh, that's not really gone. It's just It just pushes it out of the way. It's gone. All right. Until you stop taking it, it's gone, baby. And that's the problem. We are supposed to have our emotions. Our emotions color our, our memories. In all reality, actually, our memories are the emotions that we have. You remember how good it felt when your grandmother hugged you. You remember how good the house smelt when she was baking apple pies. You remember how you felt and how happy and safe you felt when you walked into your aunt and uncle's house during Christmas, during Thanksgiving, how excited you were when you got over to your, to your great grandparents' house. All those memories are all tied in to the emotions. And if we cut off the emotions, we're, we're causing problems. And that's what the problem is. So how do we correct all this? The honest answer is, is I really don't know, man. I don't know other than we need to start talking. We need to start having more face-to-face conversations with other people. If you can't see them face-to-face, call them on the phone. Don't text them. Let them hear that emotion in your mouth, in your voice. As you can hear here, I, I got this passion about this. And this is what irritates me is that so many people just want to text and go, oh, hey, man, what's going on? And they'll text out a freaking novel instead of calling up going, hey, bro, I miss you. And that's all you have to say. I miss you, man. What have you been? Tell me what's happening in your day. Tell me everything, all the boring parts. Tell me your boring parts of your life. Ask them questions. You know, what are three three cities you want to go to in, by, uh, before you hit 50? Or if you're 50, before you hit 80, you know, you can ask these questions. Get to know there's nothing wrong. If you think there's something wrong with asking that question, that's just a thought that you're having in your head. That is not reality. 
All you have to do is start asking, start talking. If you want to talk about how you're ner- nervous you are, you're talking to another dude about the negative emotions. Remember to talk to your good friends, that inner circle, the your band of brothers. If you can do that, you will have those guys help you. They will help work through what that problem is. And stop worrying about not feeling happy. All right? You don't have to feel happy all the time. It would not be natural for you to be laughing and giggly while you're at your dad's funeral, would it? No. You would actually have a little anxiety because you don't know what's going to happen to the family now that dad's gone. You don't know what's going to happen to mom because dad's gone. So you're going to have some anxiety. You're going to have some worry. You're going to have stress. We all have stress, man. Welcome to the adult world, all right? If you're if you're under the age of 30 and you're worried that why you're wondering why you're stressed all the time, that's because you're an adult and you're a human being. Celebrate the fact that you have got stress in your life. Know how to manage the stress so you're not stressed 24/7. Know that you there are ways that you can actually control the level of stress and control it in a very healthy way. Because a lot of us grew up, we learned how to control our our stress in very, <laughs> very unhealthy uh, coping mechanisms. But there's better ways to do it. And you can find those ways. And if you'd like to know how, reach out to me. I would love to help you with that. You don't have to buffer away the emotions, though it seems to help sometimes. But if it doesn't serve you, then that's when you want to change. All right. So guys, with that, I'm, this is going to be a lot uh, shorter because last week's was, was a damn near an hour long, <laughs> but a good one. I feel, th- I still think that was a, gr- a great one. Cause we were talking about how, uh, how to find a high valued woman and juxtaposing that against what, uh, uh, Francisco Dunconia said in the book Atlas Shrugged. So anyhow, guys, with that, I want to say thank you very much for listening. If this rung a bell, if this is resonating with you, please share this out with your brothers. Share it out with the guys who you think really need to hear this. Are they struggling themselves? Maybe this would help them understand that, hey, maybe I'm supposed to not feel happy 24-7. Maybe it's okay that I feel down for this week. I will get through it because we will. We do get through it. All we have to do is be able to understand that we need to stop stressing over the fact that we don't feel 100%. Sometimes we've got to walk around with a little bit of anxiety like it's a big old heavy backpack. That's just how it works, man. So share this out with your friends. Share this out on Facebook. Share it out on Twitter or X or threads or whatever social media you're using today. Share that out there. Let them know that there we have this wonderful men's group called the Relaxed Male, and we're changing lives. We're going to change lives one thought at a time. So, guys, if you want more help, please re- go over to relaxedmail.com forward slash coaching, and you can set up a, a consult call, and we can sit down and see how we can work with each other. If you want more information or you got a question for me and you would like to ask me a question, go to uh, send me an email at Brian with a Y at relaxedmail.com or go to relaxedmail.com forward slash contact. That way you can find, you can get a hold of me and I will reply to you and we'll have a good discussion. All right. 
So guys, with that, thank you very much for listening. We will see y'all next week. Till then, bye.